Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Only one more week left in August. Say it ain't so. I'm the only one who thinks this summer flew by, or is it because I live in Minnesota where summer, oh, I don't know, got here about three weeks ago. No, I'm exaggerating, but I got here really late. Hey, you're listening to America's Most Widely Syndicated Radio Travel Show. I'm your host, Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler, and I'm delighted you can spend a little time with me this weekend. As we broadcast live at 10.06 a.m. Eastern on Saturday morning in Washington, D.C., at this moment, thousands of visitors are gathering to mark the 50th anniversary of the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. The Saturday march will uh, urge more federal attention on jobs, voting rights, and gun violence. President Obama will mark the anniversary on Wednesday. Uh, which is the actual anniversary of that speech, at the Lincoln Memorial. Coming up this hour, well, I've heard of all kinds of different travel, adventure tourism, volunteer tourism, but I'd never heard of birth tourism until I read a piece in Canada's national newspaper. It's called the National Post. I think you'll be shocked when you hear about this particular brand of travel in about 10 minutes when we talk with the reporter who investigated and reported the story. From time to time, we've discussed several uh, we've discussed several different destinations abroad where one might consider living. Today, we'll take a look at Brazil with Michael Summers, who, yes, he lives there. He's an American. For a reason I'll tell you later, I'm not a big fan of camels, but then again, I've never been to the camel races in Virginia City, Nevada. That will take place uh, for three days beginning September 6th, so mark your calendar. We'll get the download on what the heck the camel races are about and why anybody want to go see them from a local director of tourism there. As always, I'll have some interesting deals of the week toward the end of this hour, but first a quick look at this week's news and travel. It took 27 hours instead of eight to fly from London to New York aboard a Virgin Atlantic flight earlier this week when the plane had to make an emergency landing due to a suspected fuel leak. The plane landed in tiny Gander, Newfoundland. Remember that? That's where all transatlantic flights used to have to land in the old days when I was a young boy. My dad was stationed in Europe. We'd have to land there to refuel. So it landed in Little Gander, and passengers were told they'd have a replacement plane there shortly to take them on to New York, except that replacement plane never showed up. The 250 passengers had to spend the night at the airport. The airline said all local hotels were full. Some, some uh, passengers reportedly slept on bathroom floors. For, uh, Virgin Atlantic did the right thing, at least in my opinion. It offered every passenger another free round-trip ticket between the United States and London. If you're headed to Venice on a holiday, beware those cafes that ring St. Mark's Square. If you go to Venice, you'll see them. A group of Italian visitors were recently charged $132 for seven cups of espresso with a shot of a local liqueur. An espresso that normally costs about a buck fifty at a regular Italian bar costs eight dollars at the Cafe Lavena. Then the liquor shots came to forty-seven dollars. Then there was a fifty-six dollar surcharge for the five-person string ensemble that entertains customers from a small stage on the square. Several cafes have their own, by the way. So the total bill for them came to $132. The angry Italians posted their bill on Facebook. I guess they do the same thing we do in the United States with Facebook. The manager of the cafe said, hey, the prices are all posted. It's their fault. But you don't need this to happen to you, so watch out for that. This comes after a report three weeks ago that a group of British tourists paid $85 for four ice creams in Rome. They must have been sprinkled with gold. 
American Airlines and U.S. Airways this week asked for a November trial on the question of whether the Justice Department can block the merger of those two airlines. Justice wanted the trial date sometime next February. The airlines are asking for a November 13th start date because waiting until next year would, and here I quote, cause serious harm and cannot be justified, unquote, from the filing. CEOs for both airlines reiterated to employees and stockholders that they have an unwavering belief in the wisdom and benefits of the merger. Ted, uh, excuse me, Brian, <laughs> Ted is his public relations guy, Brian Kelly, uh, is in danger of becoming a regular on this show. He's the man behind thepointsguide.com. This is your go-to website for all things regarding frequent flyer mile strategies and strategies involving increasing your hotel points. Uh, I've talked uh, about it before. Again, check it out, thepointsguide.com, and sign up for his daily newsletter, which is jam-packed with information. i got to tell you, I thought I knew this business until I started reading his website. Uh, Brian follows the airline industry closely. He's got some very specific thoughts on why he hopes the American-U.S. Airways merger is blocked. Uh, he just did a recent posting on the 10 reasons he thinks he'd be happy if it doesn't go through. I don't know if we have time for all 10, but, Brian, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Nice to have you here. Thanks for having me, Rudy. Let's see how many we can get through briefly about why you, why you as a passenger uh, really aren't necessarily rooting for this American-U.S. Airways merger. I think the biggest reason is that, you know, fares are going to go up. I don't care what the airlines say and, and what their PR machines are spinning, but, you know, with less airlines, uh, less capacity, uh, you know, less seats out there because they're going to have to cut some routes, uh, you know, fares are going to go up, especially for consumers in, in some of their hub cities. It's just natural that less competition is, is less choice and higher airfares. You say higher ancillary fees. Why do you think there'll be higher ancillary fees? Well, U.S. Airways is known for their fee structure. I mean, even when you book a U.S. Airways award, they've got a fee for a fee for simply booking an award. Uh, you know, when the I'm sure when the carriers, if they're allowed to combine, uh, a lot of those steep fees are going to transfer over. You know, Doug Parker, the CEO of U.S. Airways, will be at the helm of the new carrier. So, um, I you know, I'm just very skeptical uh, that they're going to start lowering fees. You know, the whole, the whole point right. of the merger is to make more money, and uh, <laughs> right. and I think the consumers are going to lose. And toward that end of making more money, you mentioned, and, and I'll abbreviate it for you, uh, uh, Brian, that, that um, uh, the some of their award charts, sweet spots, as you call them, as well as the U.S. Airways credit card that allows, uh, if you book your U.S. Airways ticket using it, you can, as an award ticket, you cash in 5,000 fewer miles, you get certain benefits. Um, you say those will disappear, that they'll they'll take the, yeah, the higher of likely, everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, we saw Delta and Northwest. Northwest used to have a great website that you could book different award availability. That all went away, um, and Delta made it astronomically harder. Ask any Northwest flyer whether they'd rather have Delta Sky Miles or their old Northwest Miles back. Um, you know, United and Continental, they lost the partnership with Virgin Atlantic and a couple other carriers. So they definitely look for ways to, to trim back. So I'm, I'm absolutely, I would much rather have two separately functioning airlines or frequent flyer programs than to be able to leverage the sweet spots of both programs instead of, you know, simply having one choice. The uh, U.S. Airways is in the Star Alliance along with United, Lufthansa, etc., and uh, American is in its one world with British Airways and so on. If U.S. Airways leaves the Star Alliance, why are you worried about that? What, what does that mean to you? Well, if, you're, if you have U.S. Airways miles, they're extremely valuable because you can redeem on all 27 of those Star Alliance carriers, some of the best in uh. the world, you know, Singapore Airlines, Lufthansa. When, uh, if, you know, U.S. Airways merges with American, they're going to be in one world, which only has 12 carriers. And I think the biggest thing consumers need to know is that when you redeem on British Airways, which has arguably the best availability, you know, if you want to go to Europe, you're looking at $500 in fuel surcharges. Uh, U.S. 
the one thing U.S. Airways does with their awards, they don't have huge sur- fuel surcharges, but American does charge them. And I'm sure, uh, you know, U.S. Airways flyers are going to get sticker shock when, you, when it comes time to redeem miles and, and they start seeing those big fuel surcharges. All right. Very, very well put. Listen, um, I, I just, uh, Brian, I really thank you for taking time out of your weekend with us and, uh, and continue to have a lovely one. I appreciate it. And I'm going to give a plug to your website again as I say goodbye. Take care. Take care. ThePointsGuy.com, ThePointsGuy.com, points plural is where you want to go. Check that out. Stay with us through this commercial break. We're going to take a look at something called birth tourism that not everyone's crazy about. You're listening to Rudy Max's World, where it's all travel all the time. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Ever wonder how you can travel like a rock star at a fraction of the cost? Truth is, being lucky in travel takes a little research. Written by Reader's Digest, Travel Guard presents the Smart Spender's Travel Guide, your resource to hundreds of tips from Reader's Digest's popular travel articles. Learn what to pack, how to avoid expensive travel mistakes, and more. Request a free copy of Smart Spender's Travel Guide at TravelGuard.com. We need your email address. All travel advice in this guide is provided by Reader's Digest and as such does not represent the views or opinions of TravelGuard. TravelGuard is a licensed provider of travel insurance and assistance service plans. Learn more at TravelGuard.com. Look, kid, people touch some disgusting stuff in this facility. You got to keep these guys clean. In this place, that is a monumental task. This is why we use paper products from Georgia Pacific. Just ordered some from Granger. A surplus of solutions for the hygienically challenged. Just got our guys new touchless soap and towel dispensers. And plenty of refills. They need it. A lot of it. If you need it, call Granger. Get it? Got it? Good. Call clickgranger.com slash Georgia Pacific or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you with me this weekend. You know, there are all kinds of tourism. If you're a regular listener to this show, you know we cover all kinds of tourism. In Canada, there's a phrase known as birth tourism. And uh, Stuart Bell is joining me. He's a senior reporter with the National Post, which is a national newspaper in Canada. And earlier in August, he wrote a piece about birth tourism, and I'm going to let him explain what that is. Stuart, welcome to the show. Uh, tell us about birth tourism. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, I guess there's all kinds of motives for traveling. Uh, in this case, uh, birth tourists are traveling in order to uh, have a baby in a country uh, such as Canada that has a birthright law. So that that 
baby will automatically uh, have Canadian citizenship. The United States has the same type of law. Um, so it's, I mean, the other term, you, you refer to the term birth tourism, the babies are sometimes referred to as anchor babies in the, in the sense that the, the child born in Canada or the U.S. is a kind of an anchor for the family. When the, the child reaches the age of consent, the child can then sponsor the family to immigrate. So that in that sense, the child is kind of described as an anchor, allowing the family to, to migrate, circumventing the regulations of whatever immigration agency they're uh, that handles that country. And I was interested to learn, I did not know this, that the United States and Canada are relatively last couple countries in the developed world, among developed nations, that actually allows someone who's, you know, if you're born on, on their turf, you're now a citizen not automatically. Apparently Ireland and Scotland repealed those laws a while ago. But So who is coming to Canada as birth tourists, and are they getting in legally? Yeah, sure. I mean, a lot of countries uh, had a birthright law going back uh, a century or so, and it, it kind of makes sense. It, you know, if a child is born here, the, the child would have the rights of a citizen. Uh, the problem is that that began to become exploited, um, and some of the countries, like Ireland and most recently Australia, started closing the door on that. So what's happened is that the those trying to get in through this method have focus their attention more on the U.S. and Canada. So what we have in Canada are people that are not refugees, because if they were, uh, they could just make a claim for refugee status. Canada has a very high acceptance rate. These are people who uh, already have some kind of status, wouldn't qualify as a refugee in Canada, but still want to, um, to somehow make that process of migration. So, for example, um, the most recent wave that we've seen here in Canada which I wrote about in the article, were um, Nigerian women who were already resident in Europe. So they already had some kind of legal status, refugee status or whatever, in a European country. But uh, Europe is very stickly about granting citizenship. So they were making, trying to make that migration to Canada to have the baby born in Canada. So that would be, as I say, their anchor for migrating uh, to Canada. And the social network in Canada is much more developed and generous than in the United States. Uh, tell me a little about that. Tell us a little about that, will you? Yeah, in fact, some of the advertisers, there's a whole sort of industry that caters to birth tourists in Canada, and some of the advertising explicitly draws those distinctions and says, well, you know, if you're thinking of coming to the U.S. or Canada, you should really choose Canada because uh, we have a, a better uh, social welfare system. Uh, education, health care is provided free of charge by the state, which is, you know, obviously not the case in the U.S. So, um, yeah, so that, that's certainly uh, something that's being used in almost advertising in terms of trying to attract people to these businesses that are, I think, they're referred to in some cases as birth houses that will provide all the services to a foreign mother um, in the lead-up to her delivering her baby. And you also mentioned in the National Post that uh, folks were using illegal passports or whatever they could get in order to cross the border to get into Canada to have their baby there. Yeah, well, like I say, the, those trying to use this method tend to be people like the Nigerian woman I mentioned who already have status somewhere else but aren't satisfied because they can't get citizenship or they're afraid their child won't be able to get citizenship in that European country. So they're having to find 
other ways of getting into Canada and circumventing the rules. And in this case, they were using uh, either borrowed Canadian passports, stolen Canadian passports. Uh, it's very difficult these days to alter passports. So they mm-hmm. tended to be um, the passports, the legitimate passports of others that were being used fraudulently in a fraudulent manner. My guest is Stuart Bell. He's a senior reporter with the National Post, which is a national newspaper in Canada. And earlier uh, last month, he, excuse me, earlier this month, he did a fascinating piece on birth tourists, people, mothers who come to Canada specifically to give birth in Canada so their child will be a Canadian citizen and hopefully when they reach a majority age can bring the rest of the family in and also, by the way, take advantage of free health care, a much more uh, generous welfare system and retirement system in Canada than, say, in the United United States. Is this a topic that Canadians are beginning to, to discuss with politicians? I mean, is is there a, a move to, I mean, first of all, well, let me ask you that first. But then I w- also, is there some something that Canadian customs or, 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 excuse me, the immigration officials look at a woman who's hugely pregnant and go, whoa, let's check this out more thoroughly? Yeah, well, to answer your, your last question first, uh, yes. Uh, however, some uh, some nationals of some countries that are applying for visas do not have to be physically present for an interview. Oh. So they they would not necessarily be identified as women who are pregnant. Um, and, of course, if they're using fraudulent uh, documents, nobody would really know until they showed up at the airport and were showing. And as for your first question, um, yeah, I mean, what's what's happened is, as other countries like Australia have shut the door on this, the pressure has moved more to Canada, and uh, a couple of years ago, this started to be noticed in in the healthcare system. So, uh, what was happening was women were arriving um, with no health insurance. They clearly were not residents of Canada, and they were um, arriving at hospitals needing emergency uh, healthcare, needing you know either deliver their baby or have a c-section or something of that nature and um, it began to sort of be this trend where they would have their baby and then leave without paying any of their medical bills and uh, some of the doctors especially in Quebec uh, began to complain about this so it kind of has taken on a bit of a a life as a political issue in Canada Uh, the government in power now which is a conservative government has uh, been trying in various ways to, in their words, increase the value of Canadian citizenship. So uh, they, by that they mean deporting people that don't deserve to be here because they may have a past, for example, as a Nazi war criminal or something, mm-hmm. and also um, uh, you know, enforcing the laws more strictly, uh, cracking down on fraud and that kind of thing. So as part of that sort of stream, they've, uh, they've announced that they are examining whether it's possible to curb this type of birth tourism without at the same time sacrificing the principles that we have in Canada, which are, you know, sort of an openness to uh, to those that are seeking to start again from I can imagine there countries. Is, I can imagine there is quite a cost to the health care system. Uh, do, generally, do these mothers, after giving birth, leave and go back to where they came from with the baby, or do they leave the baby behind with friends or relatives to grow up in Canada? Is there any, are there any numbers on that? Well, there's very few numbers at all on this issue, uh, 
but the trend seems to be that they they have the baby in Canada and then immediately return to their home country, knowing that, however, that um, the child, just by virtue of being born on Canadian soil, is a Canadian citizen, mm-hmm. is eligible for a Canadian passport, and uh, at adulthood can sponsor the rest of the family. So it's kind of a, and we see this with other types of migration in Canada as well, where some of the people that are seeking immigration status in Canada are not necessarily, uh, they don't necessarily want to live in Canada now. Mm-hmm. In some cases, it's sort of an escape hatch if things go bad in their home country. We saw this a lot with towards the um, the handover in Hong Kong. Right. Uh, when things go bad in the Middle East, we see an increase in people that are seeking status here. So it seems to be sort of an insurance policy. Um, should things go bad in the future, they know they have that, at least their child uh, could go it's, to Canada. And hopefully they've got an exit strategy, so to speak. Right. Exactly. We have 15 seconds left. I presume an American who crosses the border and pregnant has the baby in Canada, could, that baby's going to be a Canadian citizen as well, right? Absolutely. I don't know why yeah. I didn't think about that back when I was... Uh... <laughs> I thought Hollywood movie stars are always promising to do that. <laughs> <laughs> they do, depending who, who the next president's going to be here. Stuart exactly. Bell's a senior reporter with the National Post in Canada. Stuart, thank you so much for uh, joining me to talk about birth tourism, something I've never heard of. Take care. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's world in just a moment. Rudy Max's world is coming right back, so get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Ever wonder how you can travel like a rock star at a fraction of the cost? Truth is, being lucky in travel takes a little research. Written by Reader's Digest, Travel Guard presents the Smart Spender's Travel Guide, your resource to hundreds of tips from Reader's Digest's popular travel articles. Learn what to pack, how to avoid expensive travel mistakes, and more. Request a free copy of Smart Spender's Travel Guide at TravelGuard.com. We need your email address. All travel advice in this guide is provided by Reader's Digest and as such does not represent the views or opinions of TravelGuard. TravelGuard is a licensed provider of travel insurance and assistance service plans. Learn more at TravelGuard.com. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. And this segment of the Rudy Maxa's World Show is brought to you by our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, the nation's leading provider of travel insurance and assistance service plans. And they've teamed up with Reader's Digest to offer you a free Smart Spenders travel guide. Absolutely free. You can just pick it up online. And it contains some of Reader's Digest's most popular travel advice articles, including 10 Reasons to Stop Making Excuses and Just Travel Already, 8 Must-Have Travel Accessories, Eat Like a King, Pay Like a Pauper, 7 Secrets to Cheap Off-Season Vacations, and lots more. Pick up the Smart Spenders Travel Guide and take a look at uh, 
uh, offerings from Travel Guard by going to TravelGuard.com. There's no obligation to get the free booklet on uh, from Reader's Digest. Smart Spenders Travel Guide. TravelGuard.com. Occasionally on this show, we dip into places that you might want to live. Um, the Moon Guidebooks has a whole series called Moon Living Abroad. And I'm delighted to be joined by a man who is living abroad. His name is Michael Summers, and he uh, is living abroad in Brazil. Michael, welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. And I presume you me. wrote this book, Choosing to Live Abroad in Brazil. I did write it, yeah. Yes. And, and uh, give me a little back history. I know, you, uh, I know you're an American citizen, but you were born... Right. I was born in Austin, but actually Texas. But I grew up in Canada, so I actually have dual citizenship. And I've been living in Brazil for 15 years. Almost. And how did that Next come to happen? 15 years. How did that come to happen? Ah, I like? fell in love with a Brazilian. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I was tempted to come to Brazil. And actually, a lot of people who I've met come to Brazil because they fall in love with Brazilians, and then they end up in Brazil, and then they f- end up falling in love with Brazil, usually. I wound um, up in Minnesota that way, and my, my ex-girlfriend was half Colombian. Why couldn't I have wound up in Colombia instead of Minnesota? I know, better weather, right? Much better, but I know the yeah. tune, you know, that Roy Orbison, or that's not a Roy Orbison, uh, some people say there's a woman to blame, uh, but I guess it's my own damn fault. Jimmy Buffett song. Anyway, right. uh, we, we digress. All right. Sell me, where do you live in Brazil, first of all, and tell me a little about... I live about in Salvador, which is the capital of the state of Bahia in the northeast of Brazil. It was the first capital of Brazil. Okay, and is it, are, are we talking uh, lush greenery, or are we talking uh, It's pretty beach? lush, yeah. It's, it's tropical Brazil, and it's, it's poised on the Bay of All Saints, which was, is the largest bay in, in Brazil, after the Bay of Guanabara and Rio de Janeiro. And, it, and it's a very African-influenced um, city, because this, is, this was the first capital when all the slaves were imported to work the sugarcane plantations during colonial era. A lot of them came here, and so you have a really strong Afro-Brazilian culture, religion, food in, in Salvador. Is there are there still sugar cane plantations? If not, what's the industry there? Tourism? Or? Um, yeah, tourism is important. There's still a bit of sugar cane. It's it's more, um, I guess, tourism service industry. Um, there's some sort of manufacturing like industry. It's not like a it's not like a big industrial place. There's actually a really important oil offshore oil drilling industry here. Uh-huh. All right, um, now what do you say to friends when you come back to the States or to Canada, where you grew up, mm-hmm. and they say, God, what are you doing down in Brazil? Leaving aside the women, or right. a particular woman in your case, uh-huh. convince me I ought to consider moving to Brazil. I think, I mean, and, and I say this in my book, I think Brazil is a place that is really, really seductive. And a lot of, I've met a lot of people who are seduced to come to Brazil, and they drop everything and they come here, and whether it's, you know, to be with somebody, to open a hotel, or to to get a job in, in more traditional sectors. Um, I think people are very seduced by it, and it is a very seductive place. But I think also, you know, once you're here and, and kind of grappling with the day-to-day realities, it's also a complicated place. You know, there's a big difference between wealthy and poor. Um, certain things that one takes for granted in North America, like organizational things, questions of security, um, questions of logistics, transportation, public services are, are really different here. Um, and, so, and I think some people can really roll with it, and other people can't. And I think so it really d- depends on your personality and, and how flexible you are, whether you're going to really love it or, like, go crazy. So take off a couple of the seductive points. Weather? 
No, the weather is fantastic. I love the weather. I mean, right okay. now I'm in Salvador, and it's the deepest, darkest day of winter, and it's around 25 degrees Celsius, and you can go to the beach, and locals don't go to the beach because they think it's kind of cold, but it's great. No, I, the weather's fantastic here, unless you know like right, heat. Um, no, I think some of the, I, for me, I guess a big issue and a lot, for a lot of expats is, is security. You know, it is a, it's a place where you can't walk around a lot of places at night. Um, and oh, you really I, have Mike, to be Michael, I was asking, I was asking you for the, the seductive, you want, you can't walk around with lots of money. You have to sort of, Michael, Michael, guard. Michael, I was asking you for the seductive parts, the good news. Oh, now we have one minute, so you're going to have to tick them off fast. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, the weather is fantastic. The people, people are just very warm and they're very friendly and, I think they have they sort of emphasize quality of life in a way that I don't think people always do in North America. Food, you know, they, getting together and eating and having fun and drinking and speaking dancing. of eating, how's the food? The food is is incredible. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there are a lot of variations depending on what part of the country you're in. But can I can I as an American make a living there in the 15 seconds we have left? Can you answer that? Yeah, I'm, I think depending on where you go, you can. I mean, the, the economy, even though it's slowing down, is still doing really well here, and there are a lot of opportunities. All right. Well, I would suggest picking up Michael Summers' book. It's called Choosing to Live Abroad in Brazil. I would like to because uh, he's piqued my interest, but I'd like to know a lot more. I wish we had more time, Michael, but I certainly appreciate your taking time out of uh, your beautiful sunny day in Brazil to join us. Thanks very much for having me, Rudy. Thank you, Michael. We'll be right back in just a moment. We're going to find out what's the deal with these camel races in Nevada. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Look, kid, you're new here. So let me tell you the three keys to a long, happy career. First, high heat gloves, page 2640 of the Granger Catalog. Second, intrinsically safe earmuffs, page 2606. Third, portable eyewash stations, page 2790. Am I the grand poobah of workplace safety? No. Granger is. They have page after page of safety products. The Granger catalog and all its forms. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Attention men, are you urinating often, waking at night to urinate? We want to send you a free bottle of Super Beta Prostate, made with a natural ingredient that supports healthy urine flow and is shown to reduce waking at night from the urge to urinate. Since its debut, over 6 million bottles have been shipped. And right now, you can try Beta Prostate free. Only pay shipping and handling. For details, just call 800-699-9066. That's 800-699-9066. Call 800-699-9066. Searching for a great hotel deal? Go from online to on the road with America's Best Value Inn. Book a room and stay between August 15th and September 30th this year and save 10, 15, or even 20%. The longer you stay, the more you save. Plus, you'll enjoy free internet, continental breakfast, and HBO at most of our 1,000 hotels in North America. Visit AmericasBestValueIn.com for details. With value in our name, you know you're getting a great deal. Done. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step -step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. 
no matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the total transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Oh, we got a little new theme music coming into this segment. I like that. I like that. I know somebody who's been working overtime at night to make that happen. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, so here's why I don't like camels. Let me be real blunt about it. I've dealt with camels. I've ridden camels Bedouins in the Jordanian desert, but the last camel I was on was named Catherine in a town of Hiva in the country of Uzbekistan, and we were shooting one of my public television shows there. Um, you can actually get that show, and you'll see me on that camel uh, if you buy the Uzbekistan show at maxa.tv. Uh, I closed the show with it. We did one take, and we were about to do another take, and I got back on Catherine the Camel. Catherine the Camel bucked me um, I got when I hit the cobblestone street, which I saw. I was so high up I could see it coming. Uh, stitches in the head and a broken right clavicle. I give camels wide berth. Not so the city of Virginia, excuse me, the town of Virginia City, Nevada, where uh, beginning in a few days, September 6th, their 54th annual international camel race will begin. Danny Dotson is the director of tourism in Virginia City. Explain yourself, Mr. Dotson. What's this thing with camels in Nevada and where do they come from? Hey, uh, first of all, good morning, Rudy. Thank you for good having morning. me. And, uh... Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, we've been doing this uh, up in Virginia City for 54 years, and uh, we actually get these camels, uh, believe it or not, from Kansas. From Kansas? They do. They come from a gentleman named Joe Hedricks. He has a uh, full-on production that uh, that pretty much does a lot of the show for us, a lot of the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, and uh, we've been bringing, that, bringing them out here again since 1959. And who rides these camels in the races? You know, Rudy, uh, anybody that's uh, brave enough, uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, you've been on a camel, and I was fortunate enough to get on one uh, last year for the first time, and uh, uh, you do sit up pretty high, and uh, they do have an interesting yeah. gait, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun, though. Uh, but anybody can get on one. Uh, generally, it's it's mostly sponsors, but uh, the public can certainly uh, sponsor a camel and uh, try their I, hand I on it, and then... I can't believe people are getting on these, that amateurs, I thought you had professional riders there. Anybody can hop on? Anybody can me hop first. on. You, yeah, you bet. They go through a little orientation, obviously, first and sign a few uh, few waivers. But uh, once they get on there, it's uh, they go for it. And they race out around the pile on and come back. And it's usually in, in heats of three at a time. And if they win, they keep going. 
Well, as a guy who suffered a broken clavicle and, 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 and other stuff, riding a camel, very slow, being, being led by the camel's owner down a cobblestone street at like one mile an hour, I have to ask, are there any injuries of riders at times? There are. I mean, we, we do have some folks that do, uh, do fall once in a while, but uh, honestly, the, the camels are, are much safer than, than, than the ostriches. The ostriches, I don't think I'd ever get on one of them. Well, yeah, you got us. Well, hang on. First of all, that word "fall." All my friends say, "Hey, tell them about the time you fell off the camel." I go, "I didn't fall <laughs> off. I was bucked off." Let me just make that clear. Now, wait a minute. You have ostrich races going on simultaneous to the camel races, right? They do. They do, as well as some uh, zebras and other uh, other activities for the for the smaller, uh, you know, the kids and whatnot. But yeah, the ostriches are are uh, a little more interesting, uh, a little more comical to watch. Uh, again, I don't know that I'd get on one of them. They're very un- unpredictable, but uh, a lot and- of fun to watch. And where is Virginia City relative to Vegas? Where does one fly into to go to the camel races if one doesn't value their life very very much? <laughs> we have an international airport in Reno, Nevada. We're just oh. uh, up in the foothills southeast of Reno, about 20 miles. It's, oh, okay, uh, old, so very... Yeah, it's an old booming town that, uh, you know, in the late 1800s, uh, it got its name to fame. Well, uh, and, and you have not rid, rid, ridden an ostrich, however. No, sir. I, I, don't, I don't know that I'll be on my, uh, my, my bucket list anytime soon. Well, do you have any professional camel riders coming in from other countries who might be more familiar with the beasts? We do. We do. We actually had a, a gentleman from Australia came in uh, for a few years, and then we have uh, the International Comi- uh, Camel Jockey Association. They come in, and uh, they're they're from all over the country, and they'll they'll ride as well. And is there an award for uh, do you, do you win do. some money doing anything? Yeah, they do have a trophy and, and some small prize money, but it's mostly uh, you know notoriety and recognition. Bragging rights, right? Exactly. Um, unbelievable. Let me just tell you, if, if you're itching to go, the website, uh, uh, well, actually, we're going to post it on our, is there a short website? It's fairly long. There is. Yes, it's vccamelraces.com. Okay, virginiacitycamelraces.com, so vccamelraces.com. We're also going to post a, a photo of, uh, of, uh, from, from the event, or a past event, I guess, on the, Rudy Max's fan page on Facebook. It's Rudy Max at Travel slash uh, leisure. Uh, well, I, how many p- folks turn out for this generally, uh, Denny? Uh, it's generally a three-day event, and we get a little over 10,000 people attend each year. Wow. Wow. Yeah, about, uh, about a little over 3,000 a day will come, and that's about all we can handle in the arena. And uh, they, they have a great time. It's a great family event, Rudy. Uh, a lot of kids come and get to ride the animals, too. During the during intermission, we, they have opportunity to get on and do a little kid rides and pet the animals. And, All right. If there's one named Catherine from Hiva, Uzbekistan, give it wide berth. Denny Dodson's uh, the director of tourism in Virginia City, Nevada. Hey, thanks, Denny. Hey, much appreciated. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Where else are you going to go if you want to ride a camel or an ostrich? You're in Rudy Max's world. Don't leave me. Stick around. We'll be right back with some deals. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Let's do a little housekeeping business here at, uh, at Rudy Maxa's World. If you're a new listener to this show, you may not know that there are podcasts available to this show, usually by Sunday evening. 
uh, in case you would like to send it, and you can send it by hour, hour one or hour two. You can send, a, if you heard an interview or some news that you would like to share with a friend or family member, you can zap it right to them by picking the right hour. You're listening to hour one right now, by the way. Um, and I also do for many of my stations, for many of our stations, I do a travel minute that runs Monday through Friday during morning drive time. And those, uh, the texts or the uh, transcripts of those are posted um, at rudymaxa.com as well. Just click on transcripts. I think I'm a week behind in posting. Uh, I'll get to get on that today. Um, I'll get them up there. But uh, uh, they are, contain travel tips and, and interesting observations and so on. And what else can you do? Well, you can listen live and streaming. If you happen to be away from home and uh, your local radio station, uh, you can listen live and streaming by beginning at 10.06 Eastern every Saturday morning by going to rudymaxa.com. And you can write me at rudy at rudymaxa.com. If you have some ideas about guests or subjects or have some thoughts, you can also call me at 800-387-8025, 800-387-8025, and leave a message. If you want me to call you back, let me know what time zone you're in and when a good time to call is and what you're calling about. I am not a travel agent. I do not plan people's trips. I'm a travel journalist. And uh, you can keep up with me on Facebook at uh, by going to Rudy Max at travel slash leisure. Hey, hit the like button there. We did pass 3,000 a couple of weeks ago. We're headed up to, I think we're up to getting up to close to 3,200. Love to have you help me out on that. And the Twitter is, boy, there's so many things these days. And then there's Twitter is Rudy Maxa, R-U-D-Y-M-A-X-A is my Twitter handle. It is unbelievable, all the stuff you got to keep an eye on these days. Let's do a, should we do a couple of deals of the week? I think we should. There's the cash register. I guess the answer is yes. Um, participating Marriott Caribbean and Mexico resorts now through the end of the month. Well, you don't have much time on this, but if you happen to be heading out, um, be sure to ask for their National Romance Month package, which uh, will give you 20 to 30% off leisure rates at participating. Um, oh, actually, no, you just got a book by the end of this month. It's good through December 15th with a minimum of two-night stay. Excuse me, pardon me. I stand corrected. So, yeah, if you're going to any of Marriott's Caribbean or Mexico resorts or thinking about it before December 15th, book your room, book at least two nights between now and August 31st and uh, ask for their National Romance, uh, Romance, Romance Month, National Romance Month uh, deal, which is uh, 20 to 30 percent off leisure rates at their participating resorts. Um, You've got to use a promotional code 4CL. What does that stand for? I have no idea. 4CL. Okay. Um, the participating resorts are the Aruba Marriott Resort, the Curacao Marriott Beach Resort, Frenchman's Reef, uh, Grand Cayman, St. Kitts, uh, Cancun uh, at the Casa Magna, Magna, the JW Marriott in Cancun, the Casa Magna in Puerto Vallarta, and the JW Marriott Panama Golf and Beach Resort in Panama. Oh, also the Las Suenos Marriott Ocean and Golf Resort. Uh, righty, righty, righty. Let's see what else we got. Uh, the W Hotel in New York. Well, I don't know which one this is. Well, there are about four or five W Hotels in New York. It looks like it's plural. Book your W Hotels New York stay. So it must be good at any at the any of the New York uh, or Manhattan Ws. They're offering special packages, which if you know to ask for, you'll get an upgrade and two complimentary uh, cocktails. But re- remember, when you book deals like this, check around uh, and see if there might be a cheaper site and a, a cheaper price on the hotel's own website. Otherwise, but this is a complimentary upgrade and two complimentary cocktails. Um, if you use the code LUPKG, what does that stand for? I don't know what these things stand for. LUPKG. Um, and uh, actually, you know who priced this out? Our guest earlier this hour, Brian Kelly from the Points Guide. I got priced out. He he uh, made a sample booking and he was fine. He found the rate difference of only about twenty dollars 
between the lowest rate available and the price for the for a room at a W. So, for two two drinks and an upgrade, twenty dollars is a pretty good pretty good trick. Now, the Trump collection of hotels, all of their Trump hotels, uh, are offering a full American breakfast daily in room or at their signature restaurants for you and your guest. New York City, New York City, Chicago, Las Vegas. Waikiki, Toronto, Panama, the Doral in Miami, Washington, D.C., and Vancouver. All the Trump hotels. Free breakfast. You don't have to register anything. Just remember to ask for it. Celebrity Cruises. We all know about theme cruises. Celebrity Cruises got one starring craft beer in 2013 and 2014. For example, there's a seven-night California beer festival at sea that departs April 12th of next year from Los Angeles. It'll travel up the California coast with stops in Santa Barbara, San Francisco, Monterey, Catalina Island, and Ensenada, Mexico. There'll be beer and lunch pairings, craft beer roundtables, more and more and more. Prices start at six thirty-nine per person for an inside stateroom. What for seven nights? It's less than a hundred dollars a night. Uh, Thousand eighty-nine per person for concierge class. There's one June sixth for seven nights. The Alaskan Brewing Company craft beer cruise. Um, this is through Costco, so check it out at Costco if you're a member. You'll, it'll include a visit to Juno's Alaskan Brewing Company. You'll get a private tour, blah, 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 and then a $250 shipboard credit per stateroom. Prices are $16.84 per person. Uh, these beer festival cruises are limited to 120 passengers, and presumably you'll be surrounded by lots of fellow aficionados who are enjoying the beer craft. So this is on uh, Celebrity Cruises. Check it out. Their first craft beer cruises in 2013, 2014, and i got to tell you, the first... I have heard of. Coming to the end of the first hour here at Rudy Max's World, thank you for joining me. We're going to take about a six-minute break, and for those stations who are staying with us, which is most of our stations, fortunately, we'll come back for a second hour with more. Oh, i got some interesting guests coming up. You want to hear this. So take a stretch, listen to the local news, uh, buy a few things the advertisers are selling. I'm Rudy Max here in Rudy Max's World. If you're leaving us now, we'll see you again next weekend. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.